So I'm scrolling through Facebook a couple days ago, and I see a meme. And behind the meme's text, it's a picture of Brown. Like Brown University? Yep. The campus. All of it. It's not quite like I remember it. For one, it's virtual. I'm not there, and it's not real. And there's something about it that feels unfinished. All of the buildings are gray and mostly unrecognizable, but there's a much taller gray building that's undeniably the Sili. The whole thing is totally bizarre and amazing and unexpected for me. I wanted to know more. In this podcast series from WBRU, we'll break down interesting memes and see how they might speak to community issues, values, and inside jokes. I'm Lucy Jones. And I'm Will Butler. This is Anatomy of a Meme. In this episode, we talk to Griffin Beals, a junior who's helping design a full-scale replica of Brown University's campus on Minecraft. Okay, so I'm curious now, what exactly is this? So in fall of 2018, a junior named Griffin Beals starts building Brown Campus in Minecraft. My name is Griffin Beals. I am a current junior uh, studying computer science. At first, the project's just for fun. Griffin's like, hey, Minecraft is cool and Brown is cool. Let's just put them together. And why does the meme catch your attention? Well, there's definitely something nostalgic about Minecraft for me. It takes me back to the middle school days, you know? And I mean, it's still a hugely popular gaming platform. Minecraft has 112 million active users a month. That is a big number. A meme about Minecraft is very likely to succeed because of how many people have played Minecraft and are aware of Minecraft, right? It is a cultural phenomenon as, as a fact. So yeah, there's this nostalgia factor, and then there's also something relatable about the meme format. It's something I've seen before. It's funny. When you think of something like this from a marketing standpoint, how do you get people in your community to be excited about something like this? I think the best way to do it is on a meme page because memes by definition are something that propagate very easily amongst social groups. It's a little bit weird to just share a screenshot, but once you add a meme to it, now it's like socially acceptable to share that screenshot. Right, so you log on to this Minecraft server, and then what do you see? In Minecraft, you see everything from your character's point of view. So I'm immediately dropped into the center of main green to scale as if I was actually there. I walk right to Hope, my dorm this year. And I'd imagine it's sort of surreal being back at a place you know so well without actually being there. Yeah, it was strange. Once I started exploring, looking for another building, I began to instinctively cut behind the dining hall, a pathway that I used to take every day when I was actually on campus. So there's this interesting sense of spatial recognition that makes me feel like I'm there in person. Minecraft is a game where you control a character, right? You control the character yourself and you're able to walk around and control where you're looking and you can control how you're moving around and you have this full autonomy. It mimics the, the kind of feeling like psychologically of actually walking around. You get to be the reason that you're looking some direction. Okay, so the first question that's coming to my mind is why the heck are people spending hours building this world when there's a real one that already exists? Well, for one, it could actually serve some function once it's completed. When you're dropped into the main green, there's a guy offering to take you on a campus tour. That's one thing the builders are really excited about. There are a lot of colleges building their own campuses on Minecraft as well, but a lot of those projects seem more short-term. The long-term potential for connecting people to Brown even from a distance, is one thing that sets the server apart. What you would do is you'd log in, you'd get into your tour group, and you would take a tour just as you would in person. 
Um, and I think that's that's the biggest difference between our server and the other servers is that their goal is to make a replica. Our goal is to make a replica and do something awesome after it's been done. And is Griffin doing this alone or are there other people involved? At any given time, there are about four to five people building in there, working on their specific building or area. There's about 50 people working on the project in total. A couple places are already finished and you can see who built them. Ah, cool. So that's like the reward, a sense of ownership. You get to say, hey, I'm the person that built Fonts, or I'm the person that built Emul. That's my name right there. Like we, we put people's names up um, for everyone to see if they once they finish building an area. So when you log in, you'll see, wow, like you just built that. Like that's super cool. It was cathartic to walk around campus. I'd been back at home for like a week or so. The boredom was kicking in, and so was the realization that the semester was actually over. Just to be able to walk around a campus I'm so familiar with again was fun. I definitely get that. Being cooped up at home has been really tough for me as well. Weirdly enough, I kind of actually miss Keeney. The world around us is changing so fast, and that means there's something kind of stabilizing about going back to a little familiarity. And not only that, but there's so much potential for this to change the way we interact with each other while we're in quarantine. This could be a turning point where universities and other organizations start taking advantage of virtual worlds more, right? You cannot get a disease in Minecraft. It is not possible, which means at all points, this will be available forever. There is no point where this ever should have shut down unless we just decide to turn it off. Maybe universities or other organizations might move towards this now since we're essentially forcing a trial run. I don't know if the fact that this could replace reality scares or excites me. Me neither. It's weird. There's something that becomes addictive about normal, everyday life the moment it's taken away from you. I guess it's a grass is always greener on the other side kind of deal. You always want what you can't have. For sure. And there are definitely aspects of reality that you just can't have at all in Minecraft. I can't wear my sandals and step in a puddle right on uh, on the main green. Like there's this there's this puddle that forms at the gate right on George Street where you enter from George Street to the main green. I always like avoid that puddle. And that's not really like possible to represent in Minecraft. You're never going to experience that online. I would say I feel more appreciation for uh, all the smaller things at Brown. There's a limit to how familiar this world can be. There are so many small elements of life at Brown that just can't be replicated in a video game. Like, for example, the flag on the main green is way too large, just because of the way Minecraft's blocks are all only one size. On the flip side, I do remember you showed me a picture of the server, and the one thing that really stuck out to me was, oddly enough, the chimneys. Like, the attention to detail on just the smoke coming out of them was absolutely incredible. It's crazy to think that someone is thinking through reality on such a minute level. And even if this can't be everything that our day-to-day experience once was, it allows us to maintain connections during a time of crisis. We've gone from just, this would be cool, to this could potentially change communities and maybe be the reason that someone comes to Brown or be the reason that someone maintains a friendship at Brown or, or is able to be doing something that makes them happy right now. While there's a lot of things that could be making people sad, right? So I think my biggest question now is what does this nostalgia-inducing, meme-like world mean for us now? How do we use a virtual platform that's so rooted in the past to envision something like a hopeful future? I mean, the possibilities really feel endless right now. You could actually sit down and have a virtual sandwich at the Blue Room while conversing with virtual versions of your friends. 
We could use the server to connect with other universities across the nation, or even host alumni events to connect current and prospective students to people who have already graduated. It's sort of like you'll have the whole globe in your phone. Yeah, and in a time when the world feels confined to the walls of your house, it couldn't hurt to feel like you have an escape to something bigger. Thanks to Blue Dot Sessions for providing the music used in today's show. The song you're listening to right now is created entirely from Minecraft sounds and is by the YouTube artist Minx. The producers for this episode were me, Lucy Jones, and my co-host, Will Butler. Our interviewee was Griffin Beals. We hope everyone out there is staying safe and keeping busy. If you're looking for something to do, we'd highly recommend wandering around wrist and quad on the Minecraft server. Maybe even go grab a virtual meal at the Ratty if you're feeling hungry. We'll be back next week with another episode. This is Anatomy of a Meme from WBRU. Stay tuned. <laughs>